0: From our international news desk of farming portal, Agri News and Red De Noticias Agricolas, we created this audio cast production. South Africa Food Systems and Climate Change The Just Transition Framework for how to manage South Africa's critically needed shift to a low carbon economy was accepted by President Cyril Ramaphosa on behalf of government in July. However, Government has yet to make and approve the policies that will make that framework a workable reality for the agricultural, coal, auto, and tourism industries focused on in the framework. The food-related, downstream, industries linked to agriculture, such as storage, transportation, distribution, processing, packaging, retail, and marketing, are not explicitly addressed in the framework. In the meantime, In the gap between the framework's recommendations and the policies that government needs to create to enact them, it has been left to the private sector to take the lead on actions to improve the food industry's carbon footprint and climate adaptation aspirations. Dezijan Naidu, the climate adaptation lead on the Presidential Climate Commission which developed the Just Transition Framework, says that ensuring the public understands climate change is critical. Overall, from a carbon perspective, A public understanding of climate change is a highly needed program, and this is not only about the basic concepts but it's about getting into the detail of what each of those things mean. He is referring to the impacts of climate change on the food supply, especially what it means for food security on a national and individual household level. In South Africa and globally, the agricultural, food processing, and retail food sectors are dominated by a few handfuls of powerful companies, and the just food transition needs to engage with them, say economist Simon Roberts and co authors. You are listening to an audio cast production from our international news desk, the five national supermarket chains that control almost two thirds, 64%, of South Africa's retail grocery market and therefore the demand-driven product lines of processed food manufacturers have an outsized influence on South Africa's food supply and the potential to improve it in terms of health, accessibility, and affordability, and now also climate crisis mitigation. And they do seem to have the dual challenges of widespread food insecurity and climate adaptation in mind. Pick and pay head of Environment Social Governance, ESG, Von Pierce is keenly aware of the issues the food sector needs to confront, especially for the average shopper. For the consumer, we need to ensure a level of awareness and understanding of challenges we face. To the average consumer, climate change is so far removed considering the daily challenges, they're more concerned about where their next meal is coming from and talk of climate change is not top of mind because they're looking at how to survive and get through the next week. Kobus Pinar technical manager for food security at Woolworths, is also keenly aware of the social justice issues plaguing the food system and hopes his company's good business journey is helping to set an example in the private sector. The big thing is, and that's where I hope that people will follow our lead, is that a company like Woolworths is built on the back of a factory and farm worker. And if we look after those people well, we can solve a lot of socioeconomic issues in rural areas, and I think we can reduce the numbers of people moving to the city by a big percentage. It's a big issue that we have, and that will resolve the abuse of people, a kind of modern slavery with seasonal workers, your least paid people. Those aspects in the food system are critically important, Pinar says. You need to purchase food from suppliers that make trade fair for them, your least paid people, as well. We forget those people, when it was raining and flooding, they were in the packhouses, they were swimming through rivers to go and work. One tends to forget them and without them Woolworths won't have a business. They suffer the most to produce those beautiful fruits and products on our shelves. Pinar couples that concern with the development of small-scale farmers. We struggle with that because it's not easy, because of the economies of scale. A bag of fertilizer costs the same for them as for the big farmer. The labor component and the small-scale farmers need to be resolved in this country as soon as possible. I don't think South Africa as a country is doing well on those fronts. Both Pinar and agricultural economist Wandile Silobo are in no doubt that food insecurity could be solved by more equitably distributed land ownership, for more people to own more food production. More and better designed land ownership may be a fundamental aspect of South Africa's long-term food security. It is a massive, complex task that could take years to implement, and so is not an immediate solution to the hunger and various other forms of malnutrition, resulting from overconsumption of cheap, unhealthy ultra-processed foods, that are plaguing millions of South Africans now. The task team is made up of representatives from several government departments, including the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development DALRRD, and the Department of Environment, Forestry and Fisheries DFFE, which is responsible for equitable access to land, integrated rural development, sustainable agriculture, and food security for all. Was an audio cast production from the news desk of CRA Media International in Cape Town, South Africa.